podcast. Podcast for black men to be free, open, and vulnerable away from the pressures of manhood we find in different aspects of our lives. My name is Brennan Allen Steele, and I am your host. This is season four, episode eight. Before we move any further, I have to address the elephant in the room. I know it has been a couple weeks since I last posted an episode, and that is for a few reasons, some of which are out of my control. But instead of making excuses, I want to apologize and recognize the April listeners. However, in that vein, I'm sure you notice that this episode is already different and that it's just me. But that's because I wanted to let you know that I'm pausing the podcast for now. As many of you may know, I'm in school to become a therapist. I'm heading into the last calendar year of my program, and it's the most challenging in terms of time consumption. Trying to balance school, work, and fatherhood is already enough. So as I'm preparing to become a professional counselor, I need to focus most of my time there. Additionally, I am finishing up my next book project and need to give all of the creative energy that I do have to that. So be sure that you're following me on Instagram so that you can know when that next book drops. But before I take a step back from podcast production, I wanted to reflect on the lessons that I have learned from these four seasons of the podcast. More specifically, I have 10 lessons that I have gleaned about Black manhood on the pod thus far. So here they are. One, Black men need space to reflect and express their emotions. This was the whole point of this podcast. We as Black men face so many different pressures in our lives. We are also told that we are not allowed to feel because it's weak or not masculine. Yet this podcast showed that that space for Black men to reflect, express, and just breathe is so needed. I personally hope to continue to be able to provide that space beyond this platform. Two, Black men are not monolithic. On this episode, I had the privilege of sharing space with men from so many different walks of life, backgrounds, experiences, and realities. I believe that this was proof that Black men are not all the same and that we come to our lived experiences in different ways. That uniqueness is actually beautiful and so very much understated. Number three, Black men need community. We cannot do this walk alone. And yet, loneliness becomes our norm. We get so caught up in our daily responsibilities with work and family that we forget that we need to lean into other men around us who can also pour into us too. If you are a Black man listening to this, I encourage you to reach out to a brother after you finish this episode. Ask him if he's good, like if he's really good. Like, you need a feeling word good. <laughs> um, and let's commit to knowing each other more deeply. Number four, Black men need to be reminded that our worth is not in our work. So I'm going to do 
just that. Black men, brother, you are more than what you do, what you produce, or how you perform. You are worthy, point blank, period. Don't ever forget that. If you aren't a black man listening, make sure and encourage the black men around you that they are indeed more than what they do. Number five, black men are active, present fathers that are shifting generational narratives. I had the privilege of being able to have several fathers on this podcast who were challenging the narratives of black fathers. The black fathers on this podcast were not absent. Instead, they were striving to build legacies of children that are emotionally healthy and have secure attachment to their fathers. I had the honor of sitting in their their presence as I embark on my own fatherhood journey. Number six, black men and their fathers can reconcile. My favorite episode and one of the most listened to episodes on this podcast was the season one finale with my father. It was so cool to be able to have a healing conversation where we are able to, we were able to share perspective and just love on each other. And in case if you in case you were wondering, in case you're wondering uh, where we are now in our relationship, I can tell you that it has only grown since then. And now that I'm deeper into being a husband and a father, I find myself calling him more than I ever have. And to know where we were and where we are now, um, it's proof that reconciliation is possible. Um, And it's beautiful to see that healing um, in my own life. Number seven, black men deserve joy. Now, joy isn't something that black men feel that we can always express or feel. And yet, I hope that in the laughter that you heard on this podcast, in all the joy that we talked about experiencing in our own lives, I hope that you realize that black boy joy is infectious, is as infectious as it is revolutionary. Number eight. Black Men Can Heal. Season three, the Hill Brothers series was also a highlight as I was able to interview nine other brothers who had done the work of healing in their own lives, taking ownership of becoming the men that they wanted to be. Only thing I can do and say about that is if you are a black man or if you're anyone that you and you find yourself struggling and stuck in your healing process, check these brothers out. They give you the cheat codes, the tools, and the insight that you need to move in your healing journey. Number nine, Black men want to be vulnerable. Contrary to popular belief, we want to be vulnerable. Yes, it may take a little more patience, more trust, and the creation of a safe space. And so many of the Black men who came through this pod thrived in the vulnerability 
that it was created that was created. To be honest, many of these guys are my friends, and this space created more vulnerability than we had been able to access prior and was a catalyst for the vulnerability that was the foundation of our friendship to this point. And 10, finally, my power is in my authenticity. This podcast, this work has been a journey for me, a journey for me pushing myself to be more transparent, more honest, more open about my story and how I came to who I am today. This podcast was a space for me to explore authenticity and transparency within myself. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I was extremely nervous to post some of these episodes as I did not know how parts of my story would be received. I was pleasantly surprised at the overwhelming positive responses. This let me know that as I am more open, I open up space for connection with others and also freedom within myself. All in all, I am so, 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 so grateful for those that you have, those of you that have been rocking with me, listening every week, catching up when you miss, messaging me about the ways you've been impacted by the podcast. Um, this has been such a significant blessing to me, and I hope that it has been for you as well. And I'm so grateful for those brothers who came on the podcast and were open and vulnerable and share parts of their lives with people that they didn't even know. As I said, this is only a pause, not a complete goodbye. Who knows, I may come back with a different concept or style um, and start producing podcasts again in a while. Regardless, please be assured of my commitment to mental and emotional wellness, Black men, Black people, and truly everyone. Until next time, never forget that breathing as a Black man is an act of resistance. Keep heart, y'all.